opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Unmute. So we just want to remind everyone here at the top that um, we're going to take all firsthand for questions. And if we have time and we get through everyone, then we can take second questions or second hands. Also, please be respectful. We want everyone to have the same opportunity. And there are no dumb questions. The question of the day today is... What is your favorite podcast and what is your favorite way to listen, whether that is using a device, an app? So that is the question of the day. We have Michael Doyce with us once again. Say hello, Michael. Hey, everyone. And as usual, you have Michael Babcock with us. Say hello, Michael. And what do you got for us? So first of all, got to be fully transparent because, you know, we don't want everyone to say unmute is your favorite podcast, even if it is. No. Uh, so I I am uh, doing well, Marty. Thanks for that. Uh, I will go over a quick recap of the content we're published, we've published so far and give you a brief summary of those details. Um, we are ramping back up from convention. So uh, this section is a little bit shorter than normal. Uh, and next week, I think we'll be back uh, full steam ahead, which is, per- well, except for tomorrow because I'm having some blind shots issues but we'll talk about that later uh on sunday we published an episode because uh we did not do technically working yesterday demasi got sick at nfb and uh so we him and i did not record something so sunday we published an episode uh called options with your option key and i gave you two cool tricks you can use with options i'm going to throw one other one here and here that i uh, i no i did give it actually um so you want to go listen to that especially if you're like myself and end up with lots of finder windows open sometimes uh there's a way to be able to close all those finder windows when you open something in finder command option o is the secret uh so go give that a listen on sunday uh friday we posted friday finds with lynn Amazon Prime camo- Cable Management and Sleepy TOS. If you want to learn about uh, some Amazon Prime news, the uh, cable world and how things are changing and how you can go to sleep listening to Terms of Service. I know, sounds a little weird. You'll have to listen to that for more details. On Thursday, Lucy came on and we talked about relaxation, meditation, and sleep skills. Huh. I never put two and two together. It just happened to work out that Thursday and Friday were about sleepiness. Uh, on then on Wednesday, we posted how to listen to internet radio on the Blind Shell Classic 2, part of the Shell Phone Show. So uh, if you're interested in the Blind Shell, you can give that a listen. And then, of course, we posted our ACB community replay for July 11th on last Tuesday. So that's a quick recap, Marty. Uh, do you want to do you want to take some hands or do you want to hint at uh, what we got coming up? Let's take some hands first. Who do we got for Sheila? All right, Pam. <clears throat> hey, Pam, how's it going? Well, that's a first. Uh, usually, I'm not early in the show. But you cheated, I think, Pam. You cheated to get to the first front of the line. Oh, yeah, right. You? Gotcha. <laughs> uh, well, actually, part of it is I'm, I was hoping I would get in before my Uber Eats delivery gets here. Mm, um, yum. That sounds good. Yes. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but uh, one of my absolute favorite podcasts is one that I fall asleep to every night. Speaking of 
sleepiness. <laughs> and it is called Get Sleepy. And hmm. if you want to check it out, go to your favorite podcast catcher. Try saying that three times fast. <laughs> uh, and they have a free stream and they also have a subscription, uh, a paid um, subscription. I was on the free for a long time, but then I bit the bullet and subscribed, and I'm so glad I did. And, and they Pam, actually what's have, your favorite way to listen? So you have a device, you, you get an app, what do you do? On my iPhone, on the Apple Podcasts app. Cool. So check it out. And it, the um, if you want to check out their website, it's getsleepy.com. Awesome. Thank thanks, you, Pam. Pam. Appreciate it. And thanks for sharing that with us. Enjoy your, your food. It, it hasn't gotten here yet. It will be here in a few minutes, though. All right. Thanks. All right. We got Chanel. We have Chris Mai in Clubhouse. Hey, Chris. How you doing? Hey, fellas. What's going on? Not too much. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. Um, I had a question, and this is more towards, I, I don't know if either of you would know about uh, retrieval voice, base voice conversion. It's that voice AI stuff. Um, my question was, is it able to work on the Mac? And if so, I've tried to look at Brew and try to install it through Terminal, and I can't find the formula for it. So does anybody know if you can install it on the Mac using uh, Brew? So are you looking to generate voices, or are you looking for transcriptions? I'm I'm looking to generate because I wanted to do a an AI voice cover or something like that. So, gotcha. So, uh, I don't know about uh, the specific tool that you're talking about. I will tell you that Eleven Labs does offer a web interface. I'm not sure if you've spent time with that, but they also offer an API. So, what I have done and played with is um, has not been successful yet because I gave up and had other things to do, but use ChatGPT to help me create a Mac application using the 11 Labs API to be able to send text into it. Otherwise, what what you can do is just use beta.11labs.com if that's what you're looking for. Okay, thank you so much. That's exactly what I was looking for. Appreciate it. Yep, no worries. And the web interface is very accessible. Um, there are a couple of sliders on there that I haven't been able to really mess with myself, uh, but that you can choose the voices and then you can put text in there and then it'll give you an MP3 file. There is a 5,000 character limit on the uh, web interface. I believe the API has a 100,000 character limit per request. Um, but what what I've done is it will it will cut off at the a maximum of 5,000 characters. So I actually up arrow to the beginning of a pair. So let me take a quick step back. What we've used 11 labs for before is to take our meeting notes at my local chapter and uh, turn them into MP3 files to play. So that way it's high quality audio for zoom and in-person participants. And our secretary doesn't have to actually read them out. Those who don't know what 11 labs is, it's the voices you would hear that would read pre-recorded content during the uh, 2023 conference and convention uh, in Schomburg. And so 
because our minutes are often over uh, 5,000 characters, I would up arrow to the most recent paragraph, cut from the there to the bottom, and then uh, pay, you know, run that, get that MP3 file, and then do a second clip. Usually we were able to do it in two blocks. And then I'd take both those files into Reaper, combine them together. That way I only had one file and then play that through both Zoom and the in-person uh, attendees. And I just want to point out, Michael's given me an idea for a new app. So, you know, there you go. And, and, and Michael D can put it in homebrew. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. And you guys should go over homebrew. That'd be so cool to let people know if they're Mac users. I love that app, by the way, that package that is installer. Amazing. It's great. It's it awesome. magic. <laughs> Thank uh, you so uh, much, fellas. Appreciate yep. it. Chris, Thanks, one Chris. Other have thing. a good one. Sure. Search sure. for mass. M-A-S. M-A-S is Mac oh, app I already Store. got it installed. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I already installed Spotify and everything, all the overcast yep. and all that. So Perfect. Thanks, <laughs> Thank Chris. You. Have, have a good one. Who yep. do we got next, Sheila? All right, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. How's it going? It's going well, and good afternoon, everybody. Um, so... I've, I've got a wife. I shouldn't lead like that. I'm blessed to have a sighted wife who also has an iPhone. And she will um, take my phone sometimes to take pictures. So, and I should say we share um, an iCloud account uh, for extra storage. So I only want literally three photos on my phone um, because I know exactly what those photos are. I want to keep her photos in the cloud, but I have no clue how to do it. Are you guys sharing one iCloud account or do you each have a cloud account? We are sharing an iCloud, uh, like the 99 cent per month, um, you know, like 50 gig account. Right. Well, you get a free five gigs and you can have your own iCloud account. And if you both had your own account, then she could still have the photos saved in the cloud with her account and they'd be saved in the cloud. And then only the pictures that you would want her to share with you, she would share with you. And otherwise, everything else would just stay in her iCloud account. And you wouldn't... Because what you're doing right now is basically everything is mirrored. So every time she takes a picture, you're going to have all of what she takes and all those photos are going to be both in her photo, photo library, your photo library, as well as in the cloud, because you're all on one account. But if you had your own account, which again is free, you could just set up one and yeah. you wouldn't even have to pay or anything, then she can store all of the photos on her phone as well as in her cloud on that account and then only share what you want her to share or not share with you. And you can just have only those three pictures on your device and call it a day. So I don't know if this makes a difference, Marty, but like she, we both have our own accounts. I should say this, like, you know, she has her Apple sign in. I have an Apple sign in. We're just sharing, you know, under like Apple family. maybe family share. Yeah. Family share. Yep. Are you, are you guys using that? Yeah. Okay. So what you can do, do, do y'all have the same iPhones? No, I've got a 12 Pro Max. She has a 14 Pro Max. Okay, so she has the better camera. Yeah. Um, so the other, you know, you can do, um, you know, you can do, uh, if you're on a family and she takes pictures with your phone, you could create shared albums 
But if you don't want photos to be to come on your phone and to be downloaded, you could go to settings, then photos, then um, I believe it's optimized storage. And what that will do is it will keep uh, it will keep the photos in the cloud and not download them immediately to your phone. So that's a way you could save space on your device if you don't want photos uh, to be okay. kept there. So that was settings, photos, and what was the, the setting? I believe it's optimized storage. I know it begins with optimize. Okay. Okay. I'll give it there's, a shot. There's two options, optimize and download. But the, the nice thing with the um, the family uh, there is you can you can share the space. So um, Exactly. Jefferson's plus one. Well, thank five, you guys. Seven, Sorry about three, the phone. Seven, no problem. And this is Michael. I just want, yep. So it's uh, under settings and then photos and then optimize uh, iPhone storage is the one you want to select. So hopefully that helps you. Who do we got next, Sheila? Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth. How's oh, going? Oh, at least I was about to, I, I thought I was going to miss my turn because I had to get up. Um, I've been on the phone for three hours with other another group an agency thing and been jumped from place to place. So I have fear of like the second I leave to use the bathroom, I will be immediately canceled. Well, um, so yes, thank you. So thank you for listening to me mutter. All right. So this is my question. I have, I have one immediate and another sort of futurish question. I was going to buy, I have an iPhone 11, not a pro, just an 11. And I know that to get LiDAR, I have to buy a Pro. I was going to buy a 14 this month so that I could get access to LiDAR. I had no other reason to buy the phone. I have understood that LiDAR is still in the beginning stages and will only do a few things and won't do this. You know, it, it'll help you find doorways or something, but it won't help read appliance labels and it won't do all the future stuff that's coming down the pike. So I have been told, wait on your iPhone purchase until maybe the next iPhone comes up and then buy a 15 Pro instead or something. Just don't do it right now. So that I want opinions on that. And I, my real question right now is that I bought a Bose SoundLink speaker that I love and my podcasts come through the speaker, but I can't get voiceover to come through the speaker. Anybody got any ideas? How do I get voice? Every once in a while for like one second, it'll say like one sentence in voiceover and it'll come through the speaker. And then it goes back to only using voiceover on my phone. And then I get my podcast or my, or whatever's on the web. You know, if I put, if I stream something on the web, that'll come through my speaker, but no voiceover. So thank you if any ideas. Well, I'll address the LiDAR scanner situation. It's really kind of what you feel. Now you can get a 13, which has a LiDAR, a 13 Pro, which has a LiDAR scanner and save yourself some money. Nah, now if I was going to upgrade, I would just jump to the one below the newest one. Right, so which yeah, fourteen. I guess if the, if you're going to wait till well, the well for now, comes out. yeah, for now. Now I did hear. Now this is a rumor. I'm not sure fully if this is going to happen or not. But I did hear 
a rumor that on the 15s, they're going to have the LiDAR scanner across all of the phones. So that means whether it's pro or not, right. I, we'll, we'll see what actually happens when they announce them. Right. But I did hear that. I did that hear is that. a possibility. Yeah, so, I heard that as well. And I also heard that they were going to implement more things that the LiDAR scanner would do, including something about reading appliances, yep. something ought to give us appliance. Yeah, so. But all of this is in some future that's at least three to six months away. And my September. idea will come out in September. Okay. So I would buy the iPhone at the end of by in July, if I was going to do it all, Never mind why, but if we get to the 31st of July and I haven't bought the iPhone, then I'm willing to wait another few months until some of this stuff becomes sort of less vapor, you know, and more real. Yeah. Well, the thing so, you're talking about is if you take your phone and you hold it on something, say a microwave, and you take your other hand and you put your finger at one of the buttons, it'll read the text that's at that button where you're pointing your finger to. Oh, so, thank heavens technology has finally caught up, but it won't do that yet. So, so not till the next OS comes out. Right, right. Okay. So thank you. To clarify, um, the this will be available on the 14 as well, uh, 14 Pro. So it it's not requiring a 15 to get that feature. And we we don't believe that it will. If if the, say the appliance just has pictures, then that's not going to pick up very well. I think it needs that text label with it right, to be able right. to that's pick that up. That's understandable, and but so, at least at least they'll get a better shot at writing their text labels, and they won't have to change right. too much. And so have you know? And when is this supposed to occur? We should all have a party. iOS so, iOS seventeen September, uh, September sometime. Oh my! All right, and but yeah. The last thing I want to point out one one good thing about the <clears throat> it depends on what you want to stick with. The iPhone 14 Pro will still have lightning, the lightning connector. The, the talk is, is that the iPhone 15 is going to have USB-C, so you would have to upgrade all of your connectors if you oh, do I've wait got, for that. Yeah, I see that. So, okay. So that might be part of what makes you know your decision if you want to have one more year or you know one more cycle yeah. of lightning where you can just use that you might want to stick with the 14 the rumors are we're getting USB-C. of course we don't know but i think on based on some of the things going on in the world we're we're looking at USB-C on the iphones pretty soon and elizabeth remind me what was your opinion question uh my opinion was about the lidar uh, i'm was... sorry what was your other question then? oh my other question was about how to get my Bose SoundLink Bluetooth speaker to get to get voiceover to come through it as well as whatever I'm yep. running, you know. So uh, there may be an option, and if it's not available in your rotor, you can go into voiceover settings called audio um, destination. And if you choose that, then you can switch voiceover to go through the Bluetooth speaker. By default, it's not going to because most people don't want voiceover to go through the speaker if they're playing music in it, and that's why it doesn't do it. So try and see if Yes, audio yes, there is. I can yep. see that. Yeah, then that's click great. Down on that. No, yep. I can understand why most people not might not want that. Yep. I, I I get that. Now, my question on the 14 and 15 thing, though, is, are you telling me that it's, a, when is the 15 coming out? September. September. Basically, they're going to announce the new phone, which is going to be the 15. And at the same time, the new operating system will be released. <sighs> All right. So basically, I shouldn't buy a 14 right now. I mean, it I doesn't wouldn't. sound, no, nobody else yeah. thinks I should either. Okay, good. That's what I want to know. Yeah, Listen, I, I you would folks, wait. 
I mean, this is, it's beyond technology. I'm, I'm, I needed, thank you. I needed spiritual and psychological support and sustenance. So thank you for feeding me. I, I truly appreciate it. I'm no going problem. to go get a seltzer. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. Joanne. Hi. Um, somebody uh, asked a question last week and I was just kind of curious. I was just kind of curious about your answer about accessible weather stations. And okay. I also, and I also, um, cause I'm fascinated by weather. I think like a lot of people are, um, I did have one app, um, called ambient weather and it, it was, it's an app, but it also is, um, a piece of equipment that's like a weather display. Um, and it runs on your Wi-Fi network. It was very basic though. It only had a sensor for indoor temperature and two or three sensors that you could put outside for outdoor temperatures in different places. Um, I don't have it set up now because I moved, but, um, the app is very accessible and, um, you know, it was very good for humidity and dew point and temperature and stuff like that. And what was the cost of the, uh, hardware that you put outside the sensors? And I'm sure I'm, I'm assuming I, the app is free if you buy the hardware. Yes. Yeah. The app is free. I'm, I'm thinking, cause my husband bought it for me a few years ago for mother's day. And I think it was like a hundred bucks, something around there. Oh, that's actually not bad really. No. So, so and, um, and the other thing I wanted to say was I love this podcast called uh, Weather Brains. Weather Brains? Is that mm -hmm. just talking about everything weather? Yeah, it's everything weather. They have all kinds of meteorology people on there, and they talk about different weather systems and weather about around the country. And it's just, I think it's very interesting. It's on Monday nights um, live on YouTube, but then you can, you know, catch the podcast every week. Nice. Awesome. And um, what's your favorite choice of listening? You listen on your device with an app or what do you, what's your favorite I, way to I listen. I have Overcast and I listen to it on there. Nice. Yeah. You're in a uh, popular community of Overcast users. Yes. I love Overcast. And a frustrated community of Overcast users. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I so get it. there... Uh, that person, I don't, I don't see, I didn't see an email uh, reminding me to look into that. So I did not do too much research though. I will say on the blind hams list uh, this last week, a tool from radiodity, which makes some handheld radios and uh, a couple of other uh, radios called the Raddy R A D D Y R F three twenty um, has been discussed. It's not clear as of right now about any sort of access. Ability. But the reason that I bring that up is a lot of, well, some of Radiodity's radios um, can be flashed with custom firmware that provides text-to-speech output on the radios themselves. So there's a potential that the Roddy RF320 uh, may have that ability, but I'm, I'm not finding any definitive information on that. Um, and so that could be something to look into. Um, as I said, unfortunately, I don't have any other specific details about one. And that's who I would reach out to is uh, ham radio operators in your local community if you haven't yet, because uh, they're the second most well-known weather nerds out there. So hopefully right. that helps. Great idea. Thanks. 
No worries. Who do Thanks we got a lot. Next? Have a good and one. And before we go on to our next oh. question, please, I need to let you know that Club Deck is experiencing some sort of difficulties or Clubhouse. We have the room going. You can still hear it. But if you have any questions, please make your way over to Zoom because I cannot get to raised hands on um, either device. So make your way over to Zoom, gotcha. please. Yeah, Clubhouse is freaking out on my end, too. So it's not just okay. you, Chanel. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Or her, but she tried to. So, all right. Okay, Jamaica. Hey, Jamaica, how you doing? Hello, I'm doing well. Um, I'm here with my mom, and we have I have a couple of questions about uh, about something that we're we're um, needing to look at. So, I'm going to let Mama do the questions. Okay. Okay, I'm Diane. Hi, uh, Diane. How you doing? Or Ma. <laughs> and uh, so uh, Jamaica's making noises about wanting to get a new computer. And mm -hmm. right now we have a desktop of, uh, on Windows 10. Okay. Uh, and so um, I guess that. My, my first question to you guys is what is she going to be doing with the computer? Okay, so one of the main things is listening to these things on Zoom mm -hmm. and listening to our videos of commissioners' meetings and school board meetings. She likes to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, let's see, she does her email. Um, and does she need a screen reader? Yes. She uses JAWS, JAWS. Uh -huh, okay. and occasionally NVDA. Um, and um, so um, she has, um, we have a, a sound system that's like a, I don't know my terminology here, but it's the big, I guess it's called a subwoofer. And then it's got two, two speakers and then built into that and, and where you can't disconnect it mm -hmm. is a little, a little box that sits on the computer table and it has a little uh, plug-in for earphones and it has a little rolling um, wheel for um, increasing and decreasing the sound. And so she uses that for everything. We kind of looked into Bluetooth um, headphones and things like that, but most everybody felt like she's going to do better with this little box. Um, and well, that's just for controlling the speakers? It's, it, it controls the sound on the mm -hmm. computer when the speakers aren't plugged in. Mm -hmm. And then if you plug the speakers in, it, it controls the sound in the speakers. I mean, the earphones. Um, so, yeah, it, it does the speakers and then it does the earphones out of this little box. It's about an inch and a half square that's 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 tied into and built into permanently that whole um, sound system. Mm -hmm. And so our question is, will we be able to find this and will it be compatible with a new computer? Well, it sounds like it's either plug into a regular headphone jack type jack or audio type jack or their Bluetooth. Am I, is that right? Yeah. And I would say this is an audio jack, if that's the right terminology for it, this little box that's on, right. the, on the desktop. And are you guys in a specific kind of budget? What is your 
Well, we just want to make sure everything works. Of course, if we can, you know, the the less the better, but if it, we just want to make sure it's going to work for her. Well, and- so my here is a recommendation. It's um called Computers for the Blind out of Texas. And what they do is they are a nonprofit organization and they provide computers for people who are visually impaired or blind at a very cost-effective price. So for example, right now, they're having a special on laptops that start at $50. And for that price, you get a 256 gig SSD hard drive, which is great. You get eight gigs of RAM. You get Office installed, which is Word, Excel, and PowerPoint. And then you get one year of JAWS for free, and also you get JAWS training. Now you do have. There's a couple things you got to do to qualify for that. You need a like a doctor's note saying that you are legally blind. And then there's one other thing they look at for um, how uh, you get your money. Like, are you on like a social security or SSDI or like any of those things? Mm-hmm. So they do have a couple things for qualifying. Um, if you uh, don't qualify for that, they're still cheap. I think they start at $150. Um, they also have desktops. And on all the computers, you can upgrade if you feel like you want to. So if you think a 256 gig hard drive is not enough, they'll you can bump up for a small fee to you know something higher, a 512 or one terabyte. And the RAM as well, you can bump up to 16 gigs if you think eight's not enough. So they have a lot of different options yeah. um, for something like that. So that's one thing. Other things are there's lots of choices out there, you know, through all the big box stores and online. And you would just have to really look at what it is you're doing. If you're not going to be gaming, then I would not worry about getting a crazy graphics card. You probably don't need that. I would really concentrate looking at you know, the hard drive, make sure it's SSD because that's going to make your computer much faster. And I would suggest at least 8 gigs of RAM if you can somehow get to 16 to future-proof yourself. That's a good idea. And everything else is kind of what your use case is after that. So okay. I, I may have missed it. Are you guys looking for a desktop still or a laptop? Uh, desktop. And, okay. we ha- and we have a guy that we are quite dependent on here in town that builds computers and he's, he um, helps us a lot. Um, we're, uh, he, he clones Jamaica's computer regularly. So we, if we crash it, we not going to lose mm-hmm. all of her stuff. And, and he's, he's pretty knowledgeable, but um, this, our main concern was this audio jack thing Mm -hmm. and whether we're going to have trouble trying to um and i appreciate all that information about the free computers i have helped Mm -hmm. my clients get those i worked with um rehab and 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 helped a lot of my clients it's a great service but we're kind of we we really like this guy that we work with and he does us good and he gets jamaica set up but we were just wondering if we upgrade to the windows 11 if we would if those these old kind of um setups for sound are going to be uh compatible and well and whether we'll even be able to find them so they should still work um it just depends on the computer hardware uh a lot of the you know especially the computers for the blind uh your friend that builds computers you know if you show him what you have 
he can most likely make sure that what he builds will be compatible. Okay. I do I do always recommend Windows 11 just because it has a lot of the updates to um, work better with screen readers and, and staying up to date there. I used to build computers a, uh, a lot whenever I was younger, and so it, it's one of my passions. I love to build machines, but... You know, there, there are certain brands you do want, you know, if you're going to go look at a store like Best Buy or somewhere, um, you want to make sure that, you know, the it's a good computer because some of them look very inexpensive, but you get what you pay for. So there's there's a lot that goes into it. It, it could be a whole discussion on what what's good and what's not. So Right. And you mentioned something that was real important to look at, the SSD, and I don't even know what that stands for. Solid state drive. Okay. Now. Now, I want to point out most machines, I would say 95% of the machines sold these days in, in the bigger stores like Best Buy are all going to have SSDs. It, it's not a competitive machine if it doesn't have an SSD anymore. Okay. So they really don't make them anymore with spinning drives. Okay. Now, two things I'll give you really quickly here is if you're going to have someone who's going to customize and build the computer to your specs, if uh -huh. that audio thing is something that's really important to you, the great thing about having a desktop and building the computer is he can put in a sound card that will give you the jack you need to plug in the device that you have. So that's one thing. That's Another true. thing is um, you're going to just get a raw windows 11 installation which is going to be better because then you can just install what you need and not have to get all that bloatware and yeah, everything they can install on your computer mm -hmm. when you buy one from like a big box store for example yeah he, he customizes it pretty good for us so you said something about you can put the sound car sound card in the um, um miss some of what you said the sound yeah card. you can so when you build your own computer, especially a desktop, you uh -huh. can insert the components that you need. So for in this case, if you need a sound card, that's going to give you the jack you need to be able mm -hmm. to make that device work for you. Okay. So he could look at it and he can go, oh, yeah, this is what you need. And he can easily get that and he can install that in the computer when he's building it. Yep. So then you're ready to go once you get the computer. Okay. Mm -hmm. And one more quick question. Somebody did mention a while back that they've changed the, uh, what's the terminology, the menus in this Windows 11? Is it a, 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 we're not real smart with all of this stuff. Between Jamaica and myself, we probably make about a half a brain for how to make all this work. And so, um, so is it going to be hard to make the change from the, the 10 to the 11 in terms of how I the, I would say not. It's the start menu is different. They've moved some things around. Uh, but as long as you use the, the, the biggest thing that I always tell my students whenever I was training is uh, learning problem solving is the best and, and only way to navigate a computer. So as long as you know, you press your Windows key to get to your start menu and you can arrow and tab around, you'll be able to find everything as long as you just, uh, it's kind of mental mapping, just kind of learn your way through, uh, take what you had in Windows 10, carry it forward and just uh, look at what's changed and, and that's going to be your best bet. Okay, we don't deal well with change around here, but I guess <laughs> totally uh, understand. At, at some point, you gotta gotta move forward, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, and when you're building the computer, even if you spend a few extra dollars, think about 
pre, uh, future proofing yourself, so, you know, down the for down the line and having it last longer. So if it's cost effective for you, think about a little bit of a larger hard drive and maybe doing 16 gigs of RAM instead of eight. And that'll carry you a bit farther along than if you were to go with a minimum spec that might be outdated or not be able to run the current software in a couple of years, you know? Okay. Yeah. Sounds and, and if, good. If, if we need any other questions, can we call get on this call again to ask questions yeah you can definitely come we're here every tuesday same time and okay. you can also email us if you have any questions and that email is feedback at unmute.show thank you no.coms.show and thank you marty and michael for taking that questions thank you so much yeah no problem good luck and if you need anything else feel free to reach out and we'll do what we can to help you out okay thank thanks you. now how do i unmute Scott. Oh, did you say Scott? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Hey, Scott. How uh, you doing? Pretty good. I uh, uh, as a sort of a uh, as a little follow up type response to uh, Jamaica your mom's question. Uh, just thought I'd mention that Freedom Scientific is actually putting on a uh, a webinar this Thursday at at noon Eastern. I think you have to register for it. But I, if, but uh, they they're putting on a webinar this Thursday about Windows 11, which you might find which uh, you make them might find uh, one one thing I want to mention with that uh it it's good that they're doing that but I would recommend that you guys get Windows 11 first because if you if you don't have Windows 11 you watch a webinar and then you get Windows 11 then you've it's like oh well how do we do that thing that they talked about. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I'm, well, I'm sure they'll be archived. I mean, mm -hmm. they'll, they'll. I mean, I'm attending, and I don't have Windows 11. I don't see any. I mean, I'm I'm savvy enough. I think I can follow mm -hmm. it. Very good, it's Scott. Thank you for video. sharing that. Yeah, thanks, Scott. Appreciate and, it as always. Scott, what's your favorite podcast? Oh, he muted my my favorite oh, my favorite podcast. Or yeah, do you have favorite. a favorite podcast? Oh. I think I'm going to pass on that. There's just so no many. No worries. Like, just thought I would ask. <laughs> appreciate it, Scott. Thanks, Thanks for Scott. sharing appreciate that. Appreciate it. All right. All right. You don't have any new people, but you do have a couple hands. So, all right. All right, Pam. Did you bring us a snack, Pam? <laughs> Pam, you can unmute. Maybe her snack arrived. <laughs> Well, let's All go right. to Elizabeth and we'll come Elizabeth, back to Elizabeth, go ahead. Hey there. Hey there. I'm, we're on a roll here. Uh, Jamaica, I too am buying a computer and I am not buying an, an off the shelf. I'm buying a laptop, but I am not buying an off the shelf one. I'm going to a place called Micro Express there in California. It's microexpress.net. They will custom build laptop. I mean, they will custom build desktops for people and they have three laptops choices which you can then customize in each of the ways necessary the first two um the difference between laptop number one and laptop number two is that they have different size screens and i'm going for the 15.6 they're both the same speed processor you want to go for as fast a processor as you can manage because 
that's what powers everything. So you want to make sure that it's future-proofed in that way. Um, I am going to buy, uh, it comes with 16 gig um, memory RAM. I'm going to put on another 16 to make it 32. I had heard a rumor that 64 gig would make my speech work better, but everybody I've talked to in the blindness community says that's nonsense and it's only needed for graphics. So I'd like to hear your comments on the memory thing. Um, I agree. I think that uh, 32 is plenty enough. You do great. not need okay. 64 gigs great. of RAM. It's that's total what overkill I for what you're doing. Yeah, that's what everybody says. Thank you. It's just saved me a bunch of money. I We need to get these rumors handled in the community for tech, and you're doing a wonderful job. But the other thing I wanted to mention about the sound card is that people sometimes don't realize that it's possible to buy USB sound cards for about $10, which then have the jacks on them. And you can do several things. You can load your JAWS onto that so you could plug it into anybody's computer. You wouldn't have to load JAWS on their system. And suddenly, you know, if you go somewhere, your your Aunt Susie's computer will work for you. So it's a very handy thing to carry around with you. And two, it gives you some flexibility because you've got a second sound card. And they cost about $10. And they're available all over Amazon. So um, if somebody needs to know links for that, I can bring that next time. But that's a that's a handy thing to know. So and what was the name of the computer store you were talking about that builds the computers? Micro, Micro Express. And okay, it's, cool. it's it's at microexpress.net, not okay. .com. So you'll get a little lost. And they've got the first two computers have this, the first two of the three laptops have the same processor, but different size screens. And you can add additional memory. And I think the one I've got, I think with the additional memory will end up costing me around 1700 or something because or 1600, I forget somewhere. And in these there. are brand new computers, correct? Oh yeah. They're brand new. Oh. Yep. And they yeah, do and desktops they're... as well. They do. They build desktops. They're brand new desktops. You don't, you can get them with, I, I'd have to go look. I think you, you, you'd get them with just windows 11. If you want to add stuff, then you you can customize them, okay? So I'm not quite sure about the software part. You'll have to go validate that part. I'm just looking at the hardware at this and, point. And the laptops have Intel uh, i9 13th gen processor, so they're Ooh. they're not they're not oh they're they're like top of the line laptops. Yeah, um, uh, taking a look at them. And, yeah, and, and you can see the prices are nice. Yeah. And you're not, yeah. you know, I originally was going to buy a um, an HP and and my friend said, you know, go and these people make it. So it, it's, it's, you're really sure about what you're getting. They're very professional and it's quality. And some of these other companies, you know, sometimes you get a good one and sometimes you get like parts that are less carefully vetted <laughs> if one wants to say that. And Elizabeth, I just I just want to also throw this out there. I I am not trying to convince you, but I want to make you aware. Sixteen gigabytes of RAM. If you're using Jaws, uh, unless you're doing a lot of hardcore processing like audio editing and stuff, would be yeah. plenty. So if you want to save some money, you don't need Are to you upgrade. Really, to really? Yeah, because I run Jaws on eight gigabytes of RAM quite regularly without any problem. So you no, know, 
I've got some kind of serious problem on this machine. And, and it's made me very paranoid and completely crazy. Um, and, and, and then the three hour hold time this morning just, just drove me over the edge. So, okay, we're going to do uh, something. I'm going to have to write you about my machine. I've got this Windows 10 machine and it, 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 it sputters and it's slow. It's got problems of some kind and I don't know what it is. Sure. I've run CCleaner. I've done all kinds of maintenance things. Yeah, it could, also, it could also be hardware too of some sort that you know. Yeah, it, it could be hardware. It could be just. Oh, it could be spyware, malware. No, no, I've done. I've done. I've got. I've got really. Just because it doesn't doesn't mean that there's not malware mm -hmm. on there. So I know, just be aware I know, of that. but I've run everything in life that I know about. Mm -hmm. I understand there could be anything. Yes. It, yeah. it it it. Shoot us an email me. though. Shoot us an email. I, I will. I'll shoot you. There's an old, you know, there's an old '60s saying which says. Just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not following you. So, <laughs> yeah. so as a 60s flower child, I want to say, yeah, I'll, I'll buy that. It's okay. Thank you, folks, for being you. Yep. Thanks, Elizabeth. We appreciate it. Looks like we have some new hands. We do next, have Sheila? new hands. Janet. Uh, Sheila, I'm I'm unmuted. Hang now. on, Pam. Let's, let's, okay. I know, but hang tight. Let's look okay. get these new hands first. Okay. Yep. Sure. Thank sure. you. Thanks. Janet, go ahead. Good hey, morning, everybody. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. How can um, we help you? I'm 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 good. Um, actually, what happened to my question is what happened to Clubhouse, and my other my other my podcast would have to be unmute presence. I've been listening in the um, iCast, in the iCast app quite a bit lately. So in ACB Media. So nice. Cool. Well, thank you very much for that. And Clubhouse we have no idea is... what happened with Clubhouse. It decided yeah. to take a vacation and they didn't tell us. Yeah, there exactly. <laughs> All right. Y'all have a great day. No you worries. Too. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks for jumping over to Zoom. Appreciate it. All right. Bell Mills. Hey, Bell. Hey, Bell. How are you? A couple of brief things. Um, first of all, do you know anything about how to work with Cero on the computer? Um, I sort of have it going on blind shell, but not that well. I mean, it's, I just don't know what's happening with it, but I have a very old computer, um, and I am in the process of either changing to Mac or I'm trying to make a decision or, um, getting, uh, and, and getting a Mac or getting a, laptop and struggling with windows 11 i have i'm still on windows 10 and i'm telling you i am going to get as much ram as possible i we had to get just recently i got eight uh rams and um anyway there's something wrong there's a lot of i don't know whether it's buffering i can type be typing very fast and i'll it'll just stop and I, I don't know what's going on but i don't there know whether any processor but anyway getting back to Cero, what in the world to do so i'm not sure what exactly problems you're having uh with the web but if you go to samobile.net and log in with your uh your serotech username and password that should be a pretty clean interface for you to access and be able to manipulate the Cero uh services Samobile.net. Yep. And, is and there an app? 
Um, I don't believe there is for Windows. I believe you need to go to it in your web browser. On the Mac, there is an app, but I don't know that there is one for Windows. Okay. So this is on the computer, samobile.net. Net. Yep. Well, I mean, you do know that Cero is on the blind show. Blind yep. Shell. Yes. Yep. yep. And I know that they're working on some some updates from some feedback. And that's that's the thing with apps is sometimes you just and, and Michael D can can attest to this. You realize that the app's not gonna be perfect when you first release it, but sometimes you just have to release something to get that feedback so you can make the changes Very that are true. necessary. Mm -hmm. So yeah. um, I mean I yep. I got it working and um uh, and uh, I'm working with the scanner a lot uh, up there. Yeah. I, I like the play scanner. <laughs> yes. Yep. So samobile.net on your okay. computer should get you there. And then it'll ask you for your Serotech uh, username or account number and then your password or PIN. And so you enter those details. There's a link here that says forgot information. You can click that to reset your info if you need to. I don't think you do because you just signed in on the uh, right. blind show. So that should get point you in the right direction to get some help with using that. Yeah, actually, I use the Numo, NUMA yep. uh, solutions. And that didn't get me anywhere. Ah. And so that that particular site, but so, and they did say that they there are different sites, they have different sites. So this SA Mobile may work out for me. Yeah, Thanks try samobile.net. Thanks. No worries. All right, Pam, you're up. Did you bring us a snack, Pam? <laughs> yes, I'm up between bites. <laughs> mm, all right. It's delicious. It's fried chicken and potato salad and collard greens. Yum, um, yum. Yum, yum. Okay. Uh, I have a little something that might help Elizabeth with her um, speaker situation and the sound. Uh, mine's not a Bose, but I had a similar thing happen with a Sony. It's an older speaker. Still works great, but it's just, it's older. Well, what happened was I would all this sound, well, no, the uh, voiceover would come through my phone and everything else would go through the speaker. But when you would switch back and forth, like if you touch the screen, it did weird things to the volume and you'd almost get deafened. And I thought, no, this, this can't be. And this, it wasn't always like this. This was with a, maybe a year ago, year or so ago. So I tried the um, audio destination thing. That didn't solve it. So what I did was I went back into my Bluetooth settings and went into, went to that device, that speaker, went into more info, uh, and of course, the device name it showed, but where it said device type, instead of setting it for a speaker, I set it for other, mm. and that solved it. Now, granted, everything voiceover included goes through the speaker, but the volume stays remains stable. It doesn't act weird. It it uh, so that's what worked for me is you go into the device type and and choose other. 
Perfect. And I forgot about that tip. So thank you for bringing that up, mm-hmm. Pam. And uh, that will, that does help. Uh, I've had some users say that they switch their Bluetooth speakers to other. And yes, mm-hmm. that will make voiceover and everything go out of that speaker. But you're right. It doesn't have that problem where voiceover will start out really loud. and then Yes. Go really oh, it was almost deafening me. Yep. Yeah. And yep. don't forget, you can also turn the voiceover volume individually by itself down. So yes. you hear it, but it's not blowing you out. And yes, an extra I know speaker. that. Yeah. But even then it was acting, it was acting strange. So, right. uh, but that solved it. Perfect. Thanks. Thanks, Pam. Appreciate Thanks, Pam. it. And enjoy your fried chicken. That sounds like a great oh, I am. It is wonderful. All right. You have 10 minutes and you have no new hands, but you've got Elizabeth. Go ahead, Elizabeth. Go ahead, Elizabeth. Thank you. Apparently, I was really meant to be on the show today, and I thank you because I feel much calmer than I did an hour ago, which is good. Okay, so thank you. You've helped me a lot. Um, And Pam, that's a wonderful tip, and I will try that. I will bring up my phone situation in case anybody has an idea. Um, My iPhone 11, when I get or receive a phone call, or when I when I try to send, I'm sorry. When I try to phone, or somebody calls me, I can't hear them, or they can't hear me for about the first three seconds. Now I have been with Consumer Cellular, and they try to convince me that it's my iPhone's fault <clears throat> because I didn't buy my iPhone 11 from them, and I said no, I didn't. I bought it from Apple, and so <laughs> you know, I I kind of figured that might work. Um, I've not done anything to my iPhone. I'm on the latest um, build. You know, I upgrade my software. <clears throat> Does anybody have any ideas? Because I've I've done just about everything I can think of. Are you um, using like Bluetooth earbuds of some sort? No, no, no. This is just if I if I call you and I don't have earbuds or anything in. I've just got, now it'll work fine on my speaker. So if I call you and I have my speaker on and I'm talking to you through my my Bose speaker, which is why I bought the speaker, or I've got my USB headphone, I mean, my Bluetooth headphones on, I can hear the volume just fine. But if I call you, I will not, I will not be able to hear you and you, or if you called me, you would not be able to hear me if I was just using the iPhone without an auxiliary speaker or auxiliary headphones. Michael or Michael? Yeah, it definitely is. It is, yeah. and you've had this problem for quite a while. I oh yeah, and I blame I blame consumer. Oh yeah, yeah, it's been going yep. on forever, and I have a terrible urge. You know, one of the reasons I wanted to buy the fourteen was because I wanted to find out if it would still happen. But I can put off buying that for a while. I'm going to just go to Straight Talk because I hate consumer cellular. I call them up, and they treat the they, they treat me like somebody who probably had dementia so, one and definitely has it now. So Elizabeth, yeah, something to think about, and and uh, you mentioned money and and saving a little bit of money. I think it was you or someone else who did. Um, no, I don't, I don't. I don't care about saving. Okay, money. so so I don't know if it makes a difference, <laughs> but Mint Mobile has an unlimited plan for three months for forty five dollars. So that might be yeah. worth looking into as well. And and that would also tell you if it is an issue with consumer cellular, um, or if it, if it works with Mint Mobile. So that Mint might be Mobile. A, okay, yep, Mint, Mint Mobile. Mobile, and also Straight Talk works for blind people right i can get in there yeah i know a lot of blind individuals who use straight talk just fine as well there's also visible which also works all right hold on a minute let me just do this correctly hold on 
just bear with me one second. No worries. And while you're doing that, I will say that I, I don't have any other suggestions. It very well, because the iPhone 11 is a little bit older of a device, it is possible that it could be the hardware, but it, it would uh, would be worth trying an alternative. I do have one other hand here, it uh, looks like. So if uh-huh. you want, yeah. you want to go ahead and take Joel. Let's take Joel, and then we'll come right back to you, Elizabeth, at the end. Go ahead, Joel. Yeah, Joel, go ahead. I just wanted to mention also for Elizabeth uh, for an inexpensive service that is also one that you can stop at any time. Visible, which uses the Verizon network, it is thirty dollars a month, unlimited everything. Yep. So talk, text, and data, unlimited. And that- and that runs on the Verizon network. Mint Mobile. That is on the Verizon network. Yeah. Yep. So Mint that Mobile, would be another. Is, uh, go ahead. Go, I was just going to say Mint Mobile Mobile does run on T-Mobile. So that makes a little bit of a difference. And that yeah, is $15 so that be, a month for unlimited everything. Right. And the only difference with Visible is that there is no phone customer service. But I've never, I never had an issue with their service while using it. Um, never had any phone issues or data issues that's that I had great to call feedback with. thank you consumer yep. cellular is thirty dollars a month <clears throat> but I think and they're on t- they're on the AT&T towers so but that may I- be something to look into to try different towers and different service yeah I'm thinking um I'm thinking that I may do that because I know people it's visibility right no visible visible V-I-S-I-B-L-E. Yeah, I got it. That's really useful. I just, you know, I, I wanted just, I wanted a reasonable priced thing. I didn't want to pay for the Verizon $65 in your mortgage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I'm not happy with consumer cellular. And I know I see Spectrum is selling heaven knows what, but you know that'll tie me up with spec. I tend yeah. to want to buy my cell my cell phones um, and own them so I can go wherever I want to Ex- go. Exactly. Um, we have one other hand, and uh, just you. for your thank reference, you. Spectrum is running on Verizon. Just so you know, so trying Visible and Spectrum would give you the same experience if you want to try Visible and not tie yourself up with Spectrum. Bell, go great. ahead. She lowered her hand, Michael. Oh, okay. So, and you've got four minutes. Perfect. Well, Marty, you want to wrap it up then? Yep. Thanks everyone for being here. We appreciate it. If anybody has any questions or needs to reach out to us, you can email us at feedback at unmute.show. Thank you so much to Chanel and Sheila for helping us out today. We really appreciate it as always. And everyone have a great week.